Welcome to the House of the Freaks. This is Johnny Walker. I'm coming back to you with another episode, episode 238 of the podcast. Let's go. So first of all, guys, thank you so much for the love you you're showing to the podcast, especially India. India, man, we we broke top 50 in the music commentary category on the Apple charts this week. That is huge because India, is, as you know, is a big country. I looked at the stats and the people in Maharashtra are listening to us mostly. So thank you so much for the love you're showing to the podcast. You probably like funk, don't you? So if you do like funk, stay tuned with us because we have a lot of music this week again. However, I thought I'm going to do something different this week and uh, I'm going to go into down the nostalgia path a little bit. I found randomly, randomly just, uh, you know, browsing the interwebs, a review of Nocturnal Wonderlands. Now, you may not have heard of this party or rave or festival. This is actually an Insomniac event. Insomniac is the company that puts out EDC Las Vegas. Electric Daisy Carnival Festivals. So I found a review from a website. Check this out now. It hasn't been updated, that website, since 1996. I don't know how I just came up to it. It's called Noise Laboratories. It still works. 1996 web, right? We're talking now. Probably you guys are younger than... uh, on that website so I found that and I was looking around it in the archives of noise laboratories and I found this review of Nocturnal Wonderland I want to share it with you because I found it interesting because but somebody to put it down as a review on the internet that's that's pretty good actually that's pretty good so as you're listening on the background to some music to some new funk releases I'm just gonna narrate on you know what's going on what happened to that event anyway so this guy says highlights and review by Brett Barbaro but by the way uh, for those who don't know who are not American nocturnal wonderland happens in Southern California it's an event people know about it it happens every September I believe so if you're in SoCal then you know what I'm talking about you probably there already you probably have been there in the past but now we're talking 1996 so highlights and review by Brett Barbaro he says from the fly so I'm gonna read to you the DJs and you probably don't know any of these guys anymore so he says four areas not arenas areas drum and bass so we had Raymond Rocker Josh Swissman Heretic Curious and Fusion have you heard of any of them? Probably not. The Labyrinth. That's another area. Barry Weaver, Simply Jeff, Daniel Taylor and Monk. Then we have the Basement Zone. We have Ron D, Core, Mojo, Lesser, Raw and Oscar Da Grouch. And we have the Funkadelic Lounge. And we have... Sean Perry, Mike Messick, Beach, and the White Fox. And performing live, Rabbit in the Moon. Now, Rabbit in the Moon is a well-known act. 
<coughs> it has been going since back then. So it's part of the psychedelic trance movement, which was quite big when I remember uh, in California, but in the San Francisco, in the Bay Area, there um, trance was this psychedelic trance was um, was quite big back then. You know, there's a uh, there's a good route of. Uh, of of a movement of trans movement there since the mid 90s I believe well 1996 is this one so visual fist meaning that the visuals right by psychic eye art and sculpture by specter and mode art ritual drum healing by miracle and friends <coughs> so you can see this is more like a mixture between a psychedelic trans kind of healing festival and all this so I'm just gonna read to you I'm just gonna narrate the review by this guy hope you like it first of all it was a bitch getting tickets for this event I heard that people were coming from hundreds of miles away to get them they certainly sold a lot but even so the crowd was dwarfed by the size of the venue. It was at the Orange Show Convention Center in San Bernardino, which sports, among other things, a huge geodesic dome. Unfortunately, the dome was the home of Rondi Core and his heart was positive for most of the evening. The theme of the party was Alice in Wonderland, and they put it out. To begin with, the entry was dwarfed by a huge inflatable rabbit with an insane grin. A great way to start out. There were projectors everywhere running tape loops of different parts of the animated film. I guess they took one film and chopped it up real good. These were projected on walls, buildings and spheres, hangings from the ceiling. There were also copious lasers, lights and smoke machines. The strobes in the dome room flashed brilliantly against the carved ceiling. There was also a concourse with vendors and carnival-type exhibits, including an inflated jump-around castle. The main room was so big that they partitioned off nearly a third of it, but they nevertheless were able to put out good sound. There was a mix of sounds there, some good, some not so. There were moments of rapture in the dome room after Ron left and the main room was always hopping. One of the areas was playing like funkadelic stuff and disco. At around 6am they started playing Marvin Gaye. It was funny watching how quickly people started to leave. I didn't spend much time in the jungle zone. Lots of glitz and ravey people. All in all a pretty dope geek. But the highlight of the event was a group called Rabbit in the Moon. Two guys actually. One doing live techno in the back of the stage. You could hardly see him, but you could certainly hear what he was thinking. And a dancer. When I entered the room, the dancer was swinging a three-foot diameter fluorescent ball and chain above his head. He was thrashing about wildly and the music was great. After a while he disappeared, only to emerge again, in one of the most outrageous suits I've ever seen. He was completely covered in rainbow-colored glow sticks. 
the thin, pliable kind that you make bracelets out of. He looked like an alien strawman. Then he took huge handful of the sticks out of a box and splayed them out over the crowd like a fountain. Great effect. The final for his number was a stage dive into the crowd where the sticks were torn from his body by the happily thrashing crowd. He returned with a flamethrower which he waved dangerously close to the front row. This part of the show reminded me a bit of that group that makes those nasty machines over in the Netherlands. This freak was waving the flames lower and lower over the heads of the people in the front row. They must have been feeling the heat big time. And he looked really insane. Eyes wide, yelling, dreadlocked blonde hair sticking straight up on his head. A real madman. I hadn't seen anything yet. At this point, my story takes a turn from the exotic to the surreal. First, however, let me know that the dancer and the musician were completely in sync and the dancer was very in tune with the crowd. The music reflected what was happening in the room and vice versa, through the dancer. For this one moment in time, the room and everything in it was a single organism, pulsing and throbbing. And the dancer was the medulla oblongata. <laughs> Gotta laugh at that. The stage went dark and fog rolled out from the back. Then the silhouette of the dancer appeared, holding an object in his hand. A mask. A futureless steel mask. He held it away from his body like it contained some terrible power, then slowly waved it over the audience, raised it over his head and put it on. It had no holes in it for eyes or mouth. It was meant only to protect his face. As the music stirred and swelled, he raised another object over his head. A grinder. An electric fucking grinder. The tension in the room was unbelievable. Then on the downbeat, he dropped the grinder on his face. A corona of red-white sparks flew from his head like a pinwheel and lasers shot out from behind him. It was nuts. Everyone went nuts. The music went nuts. I didn't know what to think. I could hardly think at all. My mind had been blown. It got better. He took off the mask after pounding on his head with a grinder for about two minutes and started grabbing at the hands of the people in the front row. An audience member was pulled on stage. He was a large raver and completely intoxicated by the scene and God knows what else. He turned to the crowd and raised his arms, triumphant, our representative. We all cheered him on ecstatically. I'm here to fight for underdogs everywhere. Then at a whisper from the dancer he fell to his knees, arms still raised. The mask was raised and put in place. And on the downbeat of an even more dramatic musical swell, I guess he means the drop, an impossibly insane moment in time, 
the grinder fell on his face. All of our faces. It was a moment of almost terrifying beauty, both of them bathed in red light and fog. With sparks and lasers flying everywhere in an aesthetically pleasing and enigmatic tableau of modern life. Like my friend said, I'm not sure what they're saying, but it's deep. They could only keep this up for so long. The orgasm completed the climax past, the mask was removed and our champion brought his feet. He turned to the dancer and embraced him. And he didn't let go. I expected him to let go, but he didn't. The two men held each other in a long embrace and the crowd just sat and watched. There was a moment of silence as we all tried to understand. What was going on? Is this okay? Can these two people really be doing this in front of a room of strangers? And as we watched, the two men connected by some magical bond, the answer came out. Yes! Yes! The silence broke and the crowd flew into one of the most ecstatic states I've ever seen. Everyone was yelling and screaming their heads off. The tone of the room was one of total abandon. Yes! This is good. This is what it's all about. We love you. We love you so much. Thank you for everything. And the music went on. The two broke their embrace, nodded once to each other, turned and dove off stage hand in hand. There was a ritual performing the ancient Mayan civilization, where the head of the greatest hero would be chopped off before the entire city and hurled from the temple over the heads as they cheered widely. The warrior's last vision would be of flying over the city like an angel or a bird as thousands of adoring eyes looked up at him. The last thing he heard was them chanting his name. Rabbit in the moon. And that's that. What did you guys think of it? Pretty wild, isn't it? But that's what raves are supposed to be, you know, pretty liberating experience. You know, these... Uh, lights and chanting and dancing and intoxication in the middle of the night is something very ancient about it's something very Dionysian almost almost that's where raves originated from anyway so I'll let you get on with the music make sure you subscribe if you like this share with your friends make sure you follow and leave a comment Leave a review, please, on Apple Charts. And, yeah, you know the score. And remember, get your freak on.
got unlimited gas in my tank. I don't ever need no features. Star of the show, bitch, I would never need ya. Book on the shelf saying it's a good reader. Tinder on my flame, shit, I'ma delete ya. Don't ever bring up your past. Talking about me, last place. Cause as far as I checked, I've been getting big checks every time I'm first in the race. So it's a different excuse. About why you're never getting paid. Get your ass up. Hoje vamos testar o quanto tua cama aguenta. Aqui, 
Na quinta sentada, tu vem pedir pra eu parar. É, 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 é punk, 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 punk,
Yeah. 